got Santa Claus right here. I got Julia right here. What's up, Fierce WYD? Don't worry, I'm just eating Santa. I wanted to do this all day. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Who knew that we were going to make it to even this, right? Who knew that we were going to make it to 2021. I'm so blessed that we're still alive. I'm blessed you're alive, Fierce WYD. Happy you're alive, Julia's photography page. What's up, Mummy Isabel? Good morning. Good morning. Good evening for us. We still have another hour of Christmas here live. At What Does It All Mean Podcast. I am your host, James Lewis. This is the second to the last show of the year, which I cannot believe. Who has been with me for this whole time? I would say, Julia, you definitely have been. So, um, I see some new people. Fierce WYD, uh, nice to meet you. This is just a podcast. I ask random people, what does it all mean? What is life all about? What is this existence? Can someone explain it to me? And if they can, my ears are wide open. So, I think that's the biggest reason I stay alive, is to try to figure out why we're here. You know? And once I know, I'll probably end up in the ground, really cool. but I do think that uh, blind, that question is relevant to, to everything. So okay, let's get into it. Let's get into the to the news. Let's get into what's been going on in the world this week before we get into the topic, which is which is Christmas, of course, and what does Christmas mean? Hmm. Touching on it there, Julia. You're touching on it. Julia says, friends like me, I I will definitely agree. So, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's get into some news. I have a black Santa hat on. That is the funnest thing ever. Black Santa hat. Okay, so I'm going to break into some news. Dude, the Matrix came out. Did anybody see it yet? Did anybody see this Matrix? I love the Matrix and as you know this season is uh, themed on the Matrix they're not paying me I just love the uh, originals and uh, it, it was uh, something that inspired me when I was younger and who the fuck doesn't love the Matrix so I'm gonna watch it I'll probably watch it this week I've seen a lot of critic reviews I've seen a lot of friends reviews one of the reviews that stuck out with me um, the most that made me want to kind of watch it was Justin Lee Fox. And he's been on the show twice so far. And I'm just going to read 
his review of uh, what Matrix Resurrection is. So uh, he said the beginning should have been 20 minutes shorter. The references to Wikipedia and Zuckerberg were ugh, which is great. Uh, it had a lot of potential and wasn't a bad film, just seemed more like a pet project than a blockbuster film. How was the CGI from the 90s better than this film? I don't know. It, I'm kind of torn because I like a lot of the film, but either rolled my eyes at the dialogue, the acting, the force-fed symbolisms, the throwbacks, or was bored in other parts. I'd honestly... I'd honestly would like to see more, but also kind of like why. I think the stories outside the Matrix would be better films now. Kind of like how the Terminator movies should lose the time travel and just show the war against the machines. The Matrix franchise doesn't need the Matrix anymore. Also, the post-credit scenes uh, proves that this wasn't really taken as serious as the original film just my opinion and that was Justin Lee Fox and I, I think that that's totally critical uh, and viable that made me want to go and watch this movie and uh, you know so he uh, Justin is a singer of a band called Fox and the Red Hairs check that guy out but I really valued that opinion I thought that was that made me want to see it it wasn't like you know most people you see on the internet it's just like whatever you do oh this sucks I can do better you know or or it's either the greatest thing ever or I hate it so much. And and me, you know, just like the new Bill and Ted, I wasn't expecting a whole bunch of shit. I wasn't expecting it to be the greatest piece in the world. And it turned out to be good. So it's just things like that. And Daisy Darkstar 80 says that she wants to watch it. I do too. I, I want to see. I love Keanu. I think he's awesome. Uh, I, I heard that Morpheus couldn't get... Uh, he wanted too much money so they wouldn't bring him back which is unfortunate but um it's still to me i just love the concept of the red pill the blue pill uh you know and if you guys have watched the show before we talk a lot about you know just the crazy conspiracies and everywhere you can go and i truly believe that these QAnon fucks that like we're just overthrowing the capital. They they just stole the Matrix, which is like what twenty some odd years old, or I don't even know. It's it's like twenty years old, and they just re paraphrased everything for themselves for their current beliefs. And I was kind of hoping that the new Matrix would just combat that and just go the other way and show them no, look, like we, you know, it's not about so much politics. It's not so much about. Uh, us versus them it's kind of good versus evil and what side are you on and are you on the side of like you know like evil or are you on the side of good it's really it's really life right 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 if you guys don't know i'm a huge fan of connor oberst seen connor oberst and bright eyes so many times but i freaked out the bass player of the Vistic valley band one time because back in the torrent days when you could you could illegally download music i downloaded their brand new album and uh i knew it uh before it came out and everybody in omeba records was uh standing there and they didn't know the words and, and either did the band really and, and i was singing along so if you guys don't know who bright eyes and connor is check them out so okay 
I want to see The Matrix, and I will give another review of this uh, probably in the next show. My last show of the year coming up, and it's going to be the New York New Year's uh, Eve special. You know, which is sad because what the fuck am I doing on New Year's? I'm on the podcast. That's ridiculous, right? And it'll probably have the countdown at the end because it'll be, you know, yeah, I'm going to be live here on the podcast and I'll probably start here at like 11.05 so I can go to 12.05 during the actual countdown and Brian will be there maybe and (laughs) it's the way I'm going to celebrate my pandemic New Year's with fucking all of you. And hopefully it'll be fun. I'll bring a smoke machine. Maybe I'll bring a guitar or something. Who the fuck knows? I'll plan something big for the end of all this. For the end of the first year of What Does It All Mean podcast, which is a trip. Because I didn't think this thing would go on any more than four episodes. I thought I'd lose interest and so would you. But uh, it will be totally fun, Andy. So I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, all right, let's get into it. What, what, what is, what is Christmas, right? Where did it come from? What, what does it mean? When did it start? How did it get manipulated into what it is? What is Santa Claus? What is the Christmas tree? What are all these things? What did they all mean in the multiverse and what have we created it? So I did some research and I've I've done a lot of research in the past, but I, you know, everything is so askew on the internet. You really have to triple and quadruple check what you think is true. And from what I believe, uh, you know, before... Uh, we know what Christmas is as we know it is today. There was a time uh, where I think like the Celtics, I'm not sure, like the Nordic Celtics, they they celebrated uh, like the end of the year, like the end of the season. And and also like primal men, they kind of celebrated the end too because they feared, you know, the sun. And yeah, it's kind of like the winter solstice when the, the sun is going down. Modern, or not modern, but older humans used to think that it was dying and something was happening. And at that time, the sun was known as God. So God was dying. And when the sun would rise again, because we have winter, in which we know now the sun travels around the planet and gives us different seasons, and the sun is... We can't say that it's not God because we haven't ruled that out yet, but we actually know why that happens. So that being said, uh, it's not a fearful thing anymore, but the humans used to fear the 25th and, uh, and, and it's just the seasonal, seasonal part. But as time goes on, we have, you know, political, uh, we have politics, you know, and uh, we have the Romans coming into play, the Catholics coming into play. And at one point, uh, the Pope just says, hey, we're going to say that Jesus's birthday is the 25th. And that's really how it started. And um, it's a trip. Like, it really is. Uh, they, they just came out. And, and the reason they did that was because they were trying to 
um, create a Roman Empire that was united, kind of like the Empire in um, Star Wars, if you think about it, how how the Empire needed, uh, you know, something big to to push them into thinking the same way they did. So, you know, you push on this Jesus uh, birthday, which they have no proof of, uh, which is factual. Uh, then, you know, they're able to manipulate different cultures and different ways of thinking into modern day, into what we have now. So that's my understanding of, you know, early Christian uh, influences in this uh, Christmas idea, you know, and uh, what I think is interesting is that, you know, where did Santa Claus come from? Where did, where did the Christmas tree come from? What, what was also before um, Christmas was these pagan holidays uh, the pagans, there was religions before Christians and Catholics and and there were these pagans that they were celebrating I think the end of the year as well and maybe people that passed and and uh, and the the religious people wanted to just weed out any of these negative uh, so-called religious people that didn't think like them. So it was kind of like a genocide of, of uh, spirituality or uh, way of thinking. And so they gained control. They gained control and then it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, I'm not a million percent sure how Santa came along. I know Coca-Cola might have been. <laughs> I actually think Germans were involved with Santa Claus. But um, I do know, I do know that the Christmas tree was a way to remember the older pagan holidays. So the people that used to believe these things kept the spirit alive and they would they would bring a Christmas tree into their house and that was a way to remember the uh, their old ways before the religious uh, Roman Catholics took over and made it what uh, it became as Jesus' birthday. And I, I think before it was supposed to be Easter or I, I, I'm not really sure a thousand percent. Maybe that's the, the, the birth of or the, the resurrection, what, what, whatever. I think Jesus was a groovy cat either way. And uh, I'm not saying that, that it can't be his birthday. And if we want to celebrate his birthday on this, that is cool. That is cool. But uh, it's ironic that we celebrated during the end of the seasons of life and death and when you do realize that the sun is coming into this rebirth phase of life and you turn that into a spiritual thing uh it's a little fascinating you know so what is it what do you all think and he says i'm a i'm a druid see i i want to know all this give it to me give it to me you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more, uh, I consider myself like a, a more or less Buddhist that, uh, is trying to be a Jedi. I know that sounds lame, but I, I'm a Buddhist Jedi that can't wait for a lightsaber and peace and harmony at the same time. So, um, okay, let me read some of this. Let me read some of this. 
Where is Christmas going? We'll get to that. We'll get to that uh, album one day. Where is Christmas growing? Uh, okay, so Brian says, Christos, chrism, oil, mass, uh, missa is Latin for mixing. Crowley visited St. Petersburg in 1917, claimed that the Eastern Orthodox Mass still used the real oil in the Mass. See, I love this. I, I love all of this. Uh, I, I love, you, you know, I'm a sucker for all of this, this stuff. Like, I really am. Like, like hearing any of these ancient stories about any of that just fascinates me. You know, like, the, the most... You know, crazy theory, of course, is uh, that Jesus and uh, Mary Magdalene, you know, had a kid, and that kid lived on, and uh, he's there's a bloodline of him going through life that we know it. That's the craziest conspiracy that I've heard, and it's not. It, it's very possible, uh, you know. So, you know. I, I believe that the story of Jesus probably means that, you know, I, I think because there were so many different Gospels, right? And then it, if you want to talk all of this, you know, there was something like so many Gospels. And then they broke it down to four of these Romans. And, and they did it to control and manipulate the way that they wanted to rule society. But there were all sorts of different Gospels, like the Gospel of Joseph, the Gospel of Judah, all of these different Gospels. And when they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, these things backed up everything that these things said. And then those are the old, one of the oldest texts ever. And if you are reading from the, the Dead Sea Scrolls, you're really kind of getting this whole message of that, you know, Judas really didn't betray Jesus. He was really just acting his part and they really were best friends. And all of this needed to to happen for people to understand that God lives within all of us. And I think that's the big message. You know, God lives within all of us and just don't be an asshole to other people. If you can be cool to others, be cool. You know, if you have that choice, which we all do, pick pick not being an asshole. And I think that's really what the whole Bible is trying to tell us. You know, and I, like I said, I'm not, I'm a Jedi Buddhist, uh, but some of my favorite conversations are getting the Dalai Lama in the room with a, uh, you know, like a religious Catholic priest or something. Those conversations, they're out there. If you guys haven't seen them, Google them. They are amazing. Uh, the Dalai Lama is not afraid to, to t tackle any conversation and he will just give you the honesty and when you have two people that believe certain things, and it's fascinating, you know? So, okay, let me see what else we got going on here. Um, Brian says, oh wait, hold on, let me get to Julia. Uh, in the Victorian times, Christmas cards became fashionable. Well, Julia, what do we have right here? Julia, can I tell you guys this? I live in Southern California. Julia, and I met, I want to say, four years ago now, maybe, okay? And we haven't physically met. I've met her through social media. I met her through th this app. 
and um, it's insane because like I think of like my best friends in the world right my best friends are people that send me Christmas cards and my best friends are people that I can't even hang out with right now fucking Brian I can't you know every this thing's going down to Omicron again where it's shutting down the world and it's trippy because I get to know you guys through the cyber world and it's gonna be weird because when I see you guys I'm gonna know fucking everything about you like you know everything about me and you know I said it before David Bowie said it the best like these these the technology like the internet it really can connect us like no other and that's the one positive thing that we have that we didn't really have when we were kids you know when we were kids I'd say a lot of here us are gen, gen x here so we we were the ones that like kind of had the last generation of like not having the cell phone not having the computer at, at the tip of our hands you know so in saying that we were kind of free and but we weren't connected into this cyber world that we are now you know and it's fascinating because anytime i can just fucking just think julia and then boom i go to instagram and i can just send her a message and usually it's not just about you know me thinking it's more uh about the cosmic connection and to me this internet is just the first part of the cosmic connection and since there's so much information, there's so much truth and disinformation, I think sooner or later it'll probably weed out the truth. And the things like Christmas and the manipulation of religious persecution for uh, advancement of certain civilizations will be apparent. And just like the Me Too movement, everything will kind of be set back into to what's right and what's wrong. You know, like, uh, <clears throat> I'll give you guys an example like uh texas texas tried to take away abortions from people in america and and you know my my fiance was like this isn't this isn't right you know and the law is roe versus wade and my chick's name last name is wade okay and she's like dude this this is fucked up that like they're gonna you know get rid of this this law and i just looked out and i go don't worry like everything's gonna be okay and so, and I believe that because I just feel that like the, the balance of the force has to weigh out. So they have this crazy law and they're like, no more abortions. You, you women can't do anything. And, and, and now you've got to go to back alleys and do horrible things. And what happens last week, the FDA comes out and just says, Hey, now we have this pill that will give you what you need if you're anywhere in the world basically or i think in the united states which includes texas so it did work its way out and i think that's you know kind of a metaphor for what uh what everything can be and uh the question before was what is christmas now like what is christmas doing now and i kind of believe that like yes the religion and the catholics and all these people have used their you know influences to make you know it, it, it jesus's birthday and and that's great like whether you want to celebrate that or not that's fine me personally um i love my family i love my friends and i kind of believe in the end of the year kind of like the winter solstice idea 
And and when I say Merry Christmas to somebody, I, I'm not really saying, you know, Happy Birthday Jesus, even though I think Jesus is awesome. I think he was, he was great, you know? But it doesn't mean that I'm also saying, like, you know, I... I I th I'm thinking devilish thoughts. What I'm thinking is, like, it's the end of the year. Everyone gets together. Everybody holds the door open for everybody else. Everybody, you know, starts to turn the multiverse, which is consciousness, into what they believe is what Christmas is. And to me, what Christmas is, is being around my friends, watching Charlie Brown Christmas special, you know, watching Die Hard, you know, watching, you know, Hans Gruber fall off the freaking, you know, the tower. And uh, just these little things, the Miracle on 34th Street, Frosty the Snowman, all these things, they bring me to, you know, Santa Claus, real Santa Claus, you know, like the thought that there's an overweight man flying through the sky with Rudolph the reindeer, you know? Prove to me that that's not real, okay? I'm 45 years old, and I, dude, I waited up for Santa last night. <laughs> I fell asleep at 3.45, he snuck in. At 3.45, he snuck in, and he was like, here you go, here's a Nintendo Switch. I'm 45, and Santa still is going crazy so I've been good this year you know and so that's what that's what it is to me and it's not about presence it's not about being good it's about getting together with the people that you love even it's here with you Brian Julia I'm here tonight because I fucking love you guys if you want to know and uh I used to live in this hotel called the Coast Inn in Laguna Beach and 13 years ago, or uh, sorry, 12 years ago, I was sitting in the Coast Inn with my friend Pete and Cameron and a couple other people, and we didn't have anywhere to go. Uh, we were just, we were rebels. We were loners. You know, we were, uh, we were doing our own thing, and that's cool for a while, but when you don't have, like, a really a great family to go to on Christmas it hurts and uh, I think that night I just pulled out my guitar and played a little bit and uh, everybody felt good and, and then we ate candy and uh, you know that night was one of the best Christmases ever and we didn't have presents we just had candy and we had stories and music and each other and that was magical and I think where I'm going with this is that where Christmas is, is what we created, what our culture creates. You know, everything evolves, everything starts somewhere. And sooner or later, I want to believe that, you know, somewhere on a spaceship like the Discovery, like the Star Trek, you know, Discovery, they're all celebrating a Kwanzaa-ish Hanukkah-ish Christmas slash, you know, Navarin holiday where everybody can appreciate one another's cultures and beliefs for what they are and understand we're just part of this 
experience called consciousness and it's a gift and it can go by quickly and it does go by quickly and when we lose the experience of consciousness we will experience the real Christmas you know and uh, I've been close to, to the end of my life several times and like I said I call myself a Buddhist but at the end if you get close you know whatever that God whatever that thing is you, you really do hold on to you know and I told you guys before I was close to death recently and one of the things that got me through it I was like I was like fuck man like the people that I really love like John Lennon's gone fucking my grandpa's gone my grandma's gone you know like all these people are gone you know and knowing that as you get older makes it a little easier because I'm like well they were all good people and I don't think that like <clears throat> whoever created all of this would really like want to cause us pain and sorrow and and want us to live in some kind of you know like Adam Sandler uh, little Nikki hell if you guys have seen Little Nicky, you know, there's this hell where they, Adam Sandler keeps shoving a pineapple up Adolf Hitler's ass, you know, uh, every day, which is the funniest thing ever because, you know, I truly believe if, if, if Adolf Hitler is dead, which by age he should be, uh, he, it's not that he's in hell, but he's in a new body learning all the things that he didn't learn in the last life to make him grow in a better way not to hurt people like he did before because I truly believe that there's good in everybody but it's just things that happen in life uh, dreams that might be crushed people that might abuse you people might that just people that who knows whatever whatever drove Hitler to that crazy side of life was the total opposite of what Jesus was doing right so you have two polar opposites you have Hitler and then you have fucking like the Jesus who wants to heal people and and uh suppose you know but what what is the proof that we really have of Jesus if we have that besides just the Bible I'm all for it and I look for that shit all the time I really do I watch all these National Geographic specials where I'm like just give me a pr real proof you know and <clears throat> I think and that's where they come down to the faith right they're like you have to believe in faith and <clears throat> like I said I've been close to the end and yes I'm a Buddhist uh but I do believe that like the idea of God is within you is just a spiritual thing and I guess you can call that faith but I do believe God is within all of us and like there's a little bit of light that's just attached to us like string you know and he just that light is just shot back into the universe and he is just holding these like these puppet strings and he moves us depending on the way that we present ourselves to him and if we do it the right way maybe he'll give us the lightsaber that we really want to create you know and uh and i feel like like hitler like doing the things that he wanted obviously look that caused a really bad ripple in time where every special you see on national geographic and discoveries all about how evil that fucking guy was and even david bowie was obsessed with how evil that guy was why 
because, you know, like, imagine God being that, if you guys have seen the Marvel What If, he's the, the silent dude that's just sitting back, watching everybody just kind of doing things, trying to balance shit out. That's kind of Matrix style. I kind of see that, you know, I kind of see it, you know, and I, I really think that, that our perception of what we feel is life or what we think is life, good and bad, is what creates the multiverse. And whoever created the multiverse, we call God. And whether that be the sun, which is what, more light? And what was I saying? These, uh, these, these things of light that are connected to us, like we're a plant growing and we need this light to make us grow. And then it's connected to what? This big other, big light source of energy what is that light source of energy? Yes, we know it's gas and, 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 you know, fusion and all of these things. Like, we know it, but what created that? What was before that? What was before the space? What was before Christmas? What was before Santa Claus? What was before Rudolph the fucking reindeer? What does it all mean, bitches? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Let me get into this. Brian says the royal family was disappeared and communism was invented by the Jesuits in order to stop the oil tradition. Oil defined in Exodus as Canon Bush, Hebrew root for Latin cannabis. I like it. I like it. I like it. Education. Education. You know, and then Jesus was Jewish. And that's where I, you know, I don't really understand why all these people. <laughs> if you guys have watched Larry David, there's this, on the new, the new uh, season, there's this guy that's like a Jesus for a Jew for Jesus, and it's just the funniest thing because he's just selling it. And at one point, he converts the chiropractor who's a practicing Jew, and Larry goes and he gets cracked, and all of a sudden he starts selling him on like John three sixteen, and Larry's just like, "Oh crap," you know. So Jesus walked on water, oil floats on water. See, I love all this Indiana Jones type shit. You know, like, okay, some of the closest thing that, that makes me believe that like the real Jesus story is real is not so much, uh, what these Bibles try to sell me, but more or less what real archeology span and findings that we found in say Petra or wherever else I'm using Petra because that's what they used in, in Indiana Jones, but say, uh, where we found the Dead Sea, uh, Dead sea Scrolls, where we found just some of these really different artifacts and, and places. Like, I'm all about that. And when I got some solid proof where they're just like, dude, this is like, this is the Shroud of Turin. You know, I was all about the Shroud of Turin. And then I think they found out that was, that was bunk. And then, um, you know, I'm so into this. I really love it. I think it's super fascinating. And, uh... I love the idea of some holy guy trying to heal the world. And I don't, that's the Jesus complex, you know? I love it. I think that 
if there there was somebody that walked the earth was that was trying to heal the blind and you know turn water into wine and, and all that stuff I think it's awesome I want them here now you know because the world's getting fucked up right now I went to a Rastafarian church one time and my name is James and another white Rastafarian with dreadlocks walked up to me and said what's your name and I said James and he said do you know what that means and I said it's just it's my name and he says it's it's from King James Bible you were a king and I was like dude you need to chill out you need to what was the word for cannabis up there I looked at him and I was like I was like you need to Canaan bullish a little Mr. Mr. Rastafarian <laughs> and he did and he got even more pissed off and I knew I didn't fit in there and that's the thing when I was younger I was trying to find places where I fit in and that's the thing when you are younger you know there are all of these just things that you hear from religions from people trying to sell you just all kinds of crap all the time and then there are people telling you the truth and there are people lying and it's, it's hard to know to believe so you know I've learned most of my uh, truths from Star Wars and Indiana Jones and just reading books and listening to records and experience the outdoors and seeing the world for what I see that it really is not what so much uh, news networks and and I'm not saying fake news uh, you know but I'm saying being out in the world and seeing what it really is is uh, is more important than sitting in your house watching my stupid podcast but it's late so maybe it's better to stay in right now especially on Christmas Christmas Ryan said save you some chocolate I got about a half of Santa Claus right here look I bit his head off I uh, he's in half now there's just basically his his lower appendages it's going to be gone by the end so Brian says Jesus Joshua of Old Testament a name that uh, supposed to mean salvation i.e. sal ointment I love it I love it to me it's all it's all awesome I know that uh, one thing that trips me out is I know that a lot of the Roman the early Roman religion was based off of uh, the ancient Egyptians you know like believing that the God is sun, the sun that came directly from the ancient Egyptians because their sun was Ra and uh, that was the main God at the end they had many gods before but at the very end they were forced into believe that there was one God and it was the sun and it was Ra and uh, <clears throat> then the Romans took that on. So, what does it all mean? Like I was saying before, I think it's kind of like now in 2021, especially after the pandemic and everything, it's still hard not to see each other. I, I just saw my mom I, and my stepdad. I didn't see any, you know, it's different 
Things have changed. You want to come in here? Let's, let's do the beat. Merry Christmas, Peter. You want to come in here, Robert? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's talk. Because this is the kind of getting to the end of the show. And, you know, we get Robert in here. Let's see what he's about. Merry Christmas, Peter. Merry Christmas. Peter Bad Wolf. I had a wolf. His name was Risk. Swear to God. He was like 12 years old. I said yes to your request, so you should be coming in here. I'm going to give it a minute. But yeah, like I was saying, I think that Christmas now is just, you know, one of my favorite things is people with the Christmas lights and the, the, the Clark Griswold people that just like light it up so crazy. There's this one house that I'll drive by this week and I'll put in the story. It's just, they light it up. They light it up. Here, I'm going to try to accept, accept. Let's see, Robert, try that again. Let's see if he can come in here.